Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. It's just me here, Grant. Lachlan is away. He uh, escaped this weather. He's on a boat right now somewhere, enjoying the musical stylings of Matchbox 20. Anyone on that Matchbox 20 cruise? Good timing with the snowfall. He was like, it's going to be cold while I'm gone, I promise. Because before Christmas, you might remember, he went on a Disney cruise, and it was like the warmest week ever in Edmonton for di- for December, and he was mad about that. So he was hoping it would be cold this week. So blame the snow on him. Jimmy will be here. Um, normally he's here by now. He takes the bus in, of course, but, uh, yeah, he might be pushing a bus right now. Who knows? Could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Um, but yes, he will be here a little later. Oh, he just walked in. There he is. Pushed his bus and he is here. Um, lots to get to this morning, including news, which is on the way. The locker room. Lachlan away on a cruise. Jimmy and me here are to deal with the snow. Thank you, Lachlan. Um, this is going to be a rhetorical question because I already know the answer. Did you watch the Grammys last night, Jimmy? The Grammys were last night? Exactly. I okay. knew that. I don't uh, have cable. I, d- I don't have cable either. I usually pay attention to when these things are on, but we've been so busy um, finishing the renovations on our house and stuff that, that I just... I didn't even realize it was Sunday, and, and uh, I sat down at the end of the night and then started to look at my phone and started to see some things about um, the Grammys. The one thing everyone is talking about is Celine Dion made a, an appearance. She didn't perform, but she made an appearance, and it's like her first one since she got diagnosed with stiff person syndrome yeah. or whatever. What I was really interested in, though, was um, Tracy Chapman made an appearance. A very rare appearance from Tracy Chapman. Chapman performing. Oh, wow. This is her. She was performing because Luke Combs, a country guy, uh, he covered this song. It was popular, so they brought them both out on stage to sing it together. This is them performing Fast Car together. Why do I always think Tracy Chapman is dead? I I thought so, too. I always think she's dead. I don't know if it's because she doesn't perform that much or <laughs> what it is, but every time I hear the song, I'm like, ah, Tracy Chapman died too soon. And then there she is at the 2024 Grammys. <laughs> Time now for James P. White's Monday Morning Motivation. Every rose has its thorn. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has a And thank you for listening to The Locker Room. Welcome to The Locker Room. And Lachlan is away this week. He's on his Matchbox 20 cruise, so it's just Jimmy 
myself here um, all week long dealing with the snow. Left it. He's probably going to call one of us to go shovel his walk at some point. So yeah, not get, happening. Get ready for that, Jimmy. Um, there was a study here that I think could help you, so I wanted to bring it up. Um, it's about your dating life. Oh, so, great. I love it when you help me with my dating well, life. Well, yeah, and I wish Locke was here because he's really good at that, too. <laughs> he's really motivational and stuff. So a recent study says that if you are able to find purpose in life, you will start to get more dates. So there was a connection between how many dates you're going on and how fulfilled you are and how much purpose you have in your life. So if you are struggling in the dating world... Um, you need to take some time off of dating, Jimmy, and focus on personal growth from within. Okay? I think I've taken out enough time off dating since I've, you know. You think so? You think 40 years is enough? <laughs> uh, you, you know, you're almost 50. And I think you've had some personal growth so far this year in the first month of the year. Yeah. Glasses, shunt updates, that sort of thing. Now it's time to find your purpose, okay? Okay. Find your purpose, look within. And so not just annoying Lachlan. No, you need to find your purpose here in Edmonton in life. And then the dates will just just come flying. It's going to be crazy. I I believe this study, I think it's going to be crazy for you once you find that purpose. Three. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. And Jimmy, the year was 1979. You would have been 75. Five years old when this movie came out. What movie did you review for Jimmy at the movies? The Jerk. He hates these cans! That's a good scene. I I have fond memories of the jerk Steve Martin. So, what did you think of it? First time ever watching it. I the more I saw it, the more I think I remember seeing it bits and pieces. Well, yeah, probably but when you were a kid. But he was over the top obnoxious. I oh, yeah. kind of that's one thing that kind of annoyed me about the earlier Steve Martin was how over the top obnoxious he was. That's his whole but, thing. But the. Uh, there, you couldn't do this movie again. Like this no, is no. not something like with the whole his family and and like. It, That's one of the you... best parts of the movie, though, is when he's because he was adopted by a black family in like Missouri or something, right? Yeah, and he doesn't realize that he's white. He thinks he's going to turn black eventually. And that scene when he's on the step and they're all singing and clapping, and he can't. He's clapping off. Yeah, he <laughs> he has no rhythm. Even as a kid, I remember laughing very hard at that scene. Where, where his where his mom is trying to yeah. teach him how to clap. Yeah, and he's and he just. Can't can't do it. He goes, you mean I'm going to stay in this color? <laughs> but like that, there were so many funny parts. Like when when he uh, hooks hooks the church up to that uh, car that was driving away, and it drank oh, yeah. half the church. And the the shooting the cans, the cans. The one scene that I remember always made me laugh was when he's um, breaking up with his wife, and he's like, "I don't need anything." Except this lamp. I don't need anything else but this lamp. And this shoe. And then he just keeps taking stuff as he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> that always cracked me up, too. So the jerk. Um, it, it was it was so ridiculous that it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. That's Steve Martin's whole thing back in the day. Like, 
so like, ridiculous that it's just like makes you laugh. He, yeah, he loses he loses everything. Yeah, and then his family find him and they invested his money <laughs> that he was sending the two, three dollars, five dollars yeah. at a time, and upgraded the house and it was just a touch bigger, and it's still the <laughs> it was. I I was laughing as well as moaning, going really yeah. But I gave it a five because it's just five buttery cobs and Tabor corn out of five. It was too funny to not. There we go. That's that's a rare five from Jimmy for the jerk from Steve Martin. Later in the show, we'll pick a movie from 1980. We're already getting suggestions on text, so you can send those in when you get a chance. The locker room news. The federal government is being called out for spending nearly $600,000 on luxury hotel rooms that were never used this past summer. Um, They were hosting a conference in Vancouver for the security and cooperation in Europe. Normally, this conference is obviously held in Europe. Uh, They decided to hold it in Vancouver this year, and only a small portion of delegates showed up for the meetings. Um, And a lot of them chose to stay in cheaper hotel rooms. So the federal government had blocked off all these hotel rooms. Not that many people came. And then the ones that did come looked and went, why did you get the expensive ones? We're going to stay at the Holiday Inn down the street. Um, So they spent, yeah, $600,000 on empty hotel rooms. They also spent $2 million on audio visual at the conference. The conference in total was about 35% over budget. Um, So that is going to be a big issue this week that you will hear PP talk a lot about. The conservative whip has called it a disastrous waste of money. So I like the idea that people were coming from other countries and going like, wow, you guys got the expensive hotel rooms. We're just, we're going to go get the cheap one. Yeah, we're going to Is there a Super 8 around here? Because that's what our country is paying for. You guys get the expensive ones, though. Yeah. Nice. $600,000 just gone. The Locker Room, only on Chris. Just Jimmy and myself. Grant's here this week. He's walking his way on his Matchbox 20 cruise. Sounds like a good time he's having. Seen lots of videos of him singing karaoke and stuff, like all Matchbox 20 karaoke. So that looks pretty cool. Are you a tequila person, Jimmy? Not normally. No? Just like if you're out and somebody's like, let's do a shot of tequila. That's kind of the only time like yeah. you, don't, you don't buy a bottle you, no. for yourself. You, usually if someone says, hey, do you want to do a shot? I say anything but tequila and then they bring out tequila. You see, I think yeah. that's most people's experience with tequila is like being at a bar or someone's house and they're like, let's do a shot of tequila. It's fun. And then they have cheap tequila and they make it sick because they're doing, they get sick from it because they're doing shots of it. And then they swear they're never going to drink tequila again. That's, yeah, you know, um, before I st- took my little break here from booze, I was getting more into tequila. Maybe that's why I needed a break. <laughs> No, but I wasn't getting into it as a shot. I was getting into it as like a sipper or in a cocktail. Because your wife's big on the uh, tequila because it's the only one that doesn't... Doesn't make her violently ill the next day. Like, I've seen her have one drink of gin. That's the only alcohol she has. And the next day, she's sick. She's got some sort of allergy to it. But tequila doesn't 
do that. So, and somebody suggested that they're like, you might have an allergy to alcohol. Try tequila, and she did it, and it worked. So, we were, you know, starting to dabble into the tequilas. The Tasting Alliance has unveiled the best tequila in the world. First of all, how do we get onto the Tasting Alliance? Um, secondly. You might want to try, if you're getting into tequila, the Don Vincente Extra Anijo. Is that how you say? A-N-E-J-O. Anejo? Sure. Tequila. That is the best one in the world. Probably not going to get it when you go out and somebody else, let's get tequila. Probably not going to get the Don Vincente Extra Anejo. It's, no. But it's worth trying sometime. The Locker Room. Hey guys, just wanted to say thank you for those MPW tickets. Oh, a really good time. Monster Pro Wrestling. Yeah, it's a good time, <laughs> yeah. hey? Oh yeah, I had a good time, and my 12-year-old daughter, who was pretty adamant she didn't even want to go when she got <laughs> in the truck at the end of it, she looks at me and goes, Dad, I low-key kind of want to go next time. <laughs> Love it. Love awesome. it. Just don't tell her friends. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now... Brent Johnson. Here we go. Are you ready for another adventure, Edmonton? Work has officially begun on the Stony Plain portion of the Valley Line West LRT expansion. They are saying it's a historic moment for this new train line. Saddle up. I cannot wait to see how they screw this one up. I don't think I need to go over the history of the now finally open Millwoods line, do I? Just a quick overview. Overview. It opened three years later than expected. They had to re-pour concrete pillars. They had to then jam some rebar in them and patch others. The cables they all used were corroded, so they had to replace those. It's a long list of things that went wrong with that LRT expansion. So you'll understand why I was excited for the news this morning that work is beginning on this section of the new line. Because for me, it's like 10 years of material for the Grant Report. What new and exciting ways can they come up with to delay at this time? Uh, They're saying the Valley Line West will be ready to go by 2028. So... My best guess is by 2030, I'll be updating you from my spaceship about how close they are to opening the above-ground walking speed train line here in Edmonton. So, good work, everyone. Looking forward to it. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Do You Got That Dog in You Costco Hot Dog shirt. Get yours today by going to our merch page. Welcome to the locker room. Yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Lachlan is away, though. Um, he is escaping this winter weather that we're actually getting this today and yesterday, and he's off on a cruise. So this is Jimmy and myself here. My name is Grant. Um, I saw this on the weekend last night, and I was very excited about it. Shane Gillis um, announced that he will be hosting SNL. Normally, I don't really get that excited for Saturday Night Live guests anymore, but when I saw Shane Gillis was going to be hosting... Um, very excited. He's a stand-up comedian. If you don't know him, here's a little sample. Everybody I grew up with listens to country music, and I don't, but I get it. Like, I understand why white people like it, <laughs> you know? Like, you can relate to it. You can understand all the lyrics. You don't need to Google what a nene is. <laughs> not, I don't know if you know this. Every country song is just about exactly what a white guy is doing at that moment. <laughs> it's like, I turn the radio up. It's like, yeah, yeah. 
That's good. That's music. That's what I like. <laughs> That's one of his more appropriate things. He yeah. is probably my favorite stand-up comedian out there right now. And why it's exciting that he's going to be hosting Saturday Night Live is because he was actually originally hired to be a cast member in 2019. So he got hired to be on Saturday Night Live. And then like five days later, they fired him because he was doing Asian accents on his podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, so that came up and they fired him and it was a big deal. And you know, he was like, I had my shot and I lost it. And is this the end of my career? And since that happened, all that did was put spotlight on him and he has blown up. Like he had one of the biggest stand-up specials um, on Netflix in, in 2023, and he is very funny. So it's nice to see Saturday Night Live kind of admit maybe they were wrong to fire him for that instead of, you know, giving him a chance to redeem himself, to yeah. to say whatever. To Yeah, so it's nice to see them admit it, or they're like, hey, this guy's one of the biggest comedians We'd in the world. dumb not to. Yeah, let's get him. He'll be hosting at the end of February. Time now for some words from the spiritual leader of the locker room. Please remove your hats. Here's Pastor Jimmy. We recently said goodbye to an action movie legend. Carl Weathers passed away on February 1st, 2024. He played characters like Apollo Creed in Rocky, Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, we say goodbye to an action star who played in one of my favorite shows, The Mandalorian. As Grief Karga, he was both the villain and the hero, chasing after Mando and Grogu and then becoming their ally. Carl Weathers' characters died at the hands of the Predator, the sinister boxer Drago, and, and many more. He worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Adam Sandler, Clint Eastwood, and even Hulk Hogan. Carl will be missed. The Mandalorian will never be the same. Amen. Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. I got my hand back, see? Just begun. <laughs> Chubbs. Oh, Chubbs. Yeah, after he dies. This is... I kind of forget that he was Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. A kiss for luck and we're That's such a great role. That was a surprise that he passed away. Yeah. On, on, I think it was Saturday he passed away. Um, he was 78. They said he died in his sleep. Didn't really say what happened, but I was surprised to see that. And then I was like surprised to see when I started looking at all his roles, how iconic his roles were. Like yeah. Predator and Chubbs. He was and, Action Jackson. I, t- I totally yeah, missed Action that. Action Jackson. But for me, Carl Weathers is always going to be Apollo Creed. He's okay. He's okay. Damn, Rod, come on! What's the matter with you? Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. There is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow! Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. The Locker Room. Only on Cruise. Hey, boys, it's Tubby. Tubby, how you doing? Yeah, not bad, man. How are you? Good. You got a story about Carl Weathers? Oh, yeah. Let me... I'll make a call. Try to be as short and as sweet as I can, of course. Okay. uh, so the other week, uh, he posted something on Facebook about him and Burt Reynolds. When yeah. I read the story, it was spelled, whoever spelled Burt Reynolds spelled it B-E-R-T, okay? Yeah. I know better, but I just screwed it up. 
So I actually corrected Carl Weathers on his Twitter post <laughs> and said, it's B-E, sorry to be this guy, Mr. Weathers, it's B-E-R-T. He responded on Twitter to me directly and said, oh, you know, just making me look like a fool, of course. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and in good nature, yeah. uh, you know, all those advertisements, all those promotions, and the man never told them to fix his name. <laughs> and the reason was because on the original post, the guy had spelt it B-E-R-T. So that's what screwed me up. Uh... So of course, I jumped in there and apologized and said, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I own this. It's my fault. And that little text, the, his response was the last thing he ever put out on Twitter. No way. So I, I went sort of viral. If you go on to uh, uh, my Twitter handle is 100% pure Alberta beef. Okay. <laughs> great, great Twitter and handle. I went, yeah. So I kind of went viral, man. Like I had so a lot of people were on there. You killed him. You killed him. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> you, boys. You killed him. Uh, look, the last, his last, his last. His last tweet was to this douchebag. Yeah. Said, like, oh, like, if you go through it, man, I have to, what I have a, to fight, my, fight for my life for a while, man. What a crazy claim to fame, Tubby. That, I'm going to go check this out. You, you killed Carl, I, Carl yeah, Weathers. You killed Apollo Creed. He's waving at us in, uh, with, his, with his two hands, though, boy. <laughs> Don't you worry. The locker room. The locker room without Lachlan as he is away this week. It's just myself, Grant. And uh, Jimmy here this week with you. So if you have been under a rock, you may not have heard that the McRib is back. Actually, I can't believe Lachlan went away during McRib February. Like, what? He, he's missing a whole week of the McRib. I know. I was eating the McRib all weekend. What is he, what is he doing? Um, so, yeah, you finished up your McRibs, hey? Yeah, I had my last one mm. for breakfast yesterday. Don't worry. We're not going to have another McRib discussion here. But one of the things that happened with the McRib was I was actually the person to break the story in Canada about its return. Um, I was the insider who was like, it's coming back February 1st. Be ready for the McRib. And I said that months before McDonald's announced it, no one really believed me. But I experienced such a natural high from that experience that I vowed to become your fast food insider. So here's some information, not exactly insider information, but it's just something that's happening in in the fast food game. Um, This one, McDonald's again, they have changed their hamburgers in the United States. So they have vowed that they are now making their best burger ever. They didn't change the recipe, but they've changed how they cook the burgers. So the process of cooking each patty for their burgers in McDonald's is different. They said they're giving them more room to breathe and cooking less at the same time and stuff. And all the reports I'm working from my people, uh, all the reports I'm seeing from my people are that it's working that the McDonald's burgers in the States are the best McDonald's burgers they have ever made. And they're not doing it yet here in Canada, but I have a feeling they'll change up the techniques here. You know, you got to send all the chefs yep. to school to relearn the Big Mac techniques, though. So it's a long process to get all those chefs together um, to change it up. But if you're going out of the States, might want to try a McDonald's burger. They have way more competition in the States, right? Yeah, like I, I was listening to a podcast from Texas the other day, 
and they were naming their favorite fast food places. Because they have like Jack in the Box, well, and they, they have. They were naming places I've never even heard about. Like they're like, oh, Stan and Darlene's. That's the best fast food burger. Like <laughs> they had so many down there. Yeah. That McDonald's isn't like it's. You know, they really got to fight for attention. So. And you heard it here first there on the go. locker room. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. So earlier in the show, if you don't know what this is, by the way, Jimmy's turning 50 in 2024. So we are doing um, 50, 50 years of Jimmy. 50 years of Jimmy. Every week he reviews a movie from a, the next year. So we started in 1974. Um, this morning we reviewed one from 1979. It was um, the jerk, the jerk, Steve Martin. He gave it five buttery cobs, a Tabor corn out of five, and now we got to choose one from 1980. The 80s had just begun. James was wearing a white uh, coat and white shoes and driving <laughs> a Trans Am. Not quite. <laughs> he was six years old. Yeah. Six years old. These movies came out in 1980. We need to choose one for him to review for next week. Okay. On the list of 1980 movies. So I looked up the uh, uh, Academy Award winners. Ordinary People was the big winner. Okay. I have not seen Ordinary People. I don't think you should watch it. Timothy Hutton, Donald Sutherland. um, Good cast. Won the award that year. Uh, we also have Airplane on there. Came out in 1980. I've seen award, that multiple times. Yeah, my dad was too. a huge fan of that movie. One of my dad's favorites as well. Especially the slapping uh, that... Oh, uh, when the nun yeah. is slapping the, <laughs> the boxers. And... Uh, Caddyshack, same thing. I'm sure you've seen Caddyshack, right? I've even done it for Jimmy at the movies. Yeah, Blues Brothers came out in 1980. I've seen it. Um, yeah, a lot of these... You, you the, the 80s were a big time for Jimmy, so a lot of the 80s movies... We've made you watch The Shining. Yeah. Obviously, you've seen Empire Strikes Back a couple times. Yeah, once or twice. Uh, just once or twice. How about Urban Cowboy with John Travolta as a cowboy? No. You I haven't seen You it. haven't seen Urban Cowboy? You've seen Cruising. That was suggested on our text line, by the way, 780-989-0957 if you have any movies. Because Cruising was suggested earlier. Yeah, but I've done that for um, Jimmy at the movies. Yeah, I think it was last year. Um, Chris also wanted you to watch um, Stir Crazy with Gene Wilder and um, Richard I, Pryor. I know I've seen that. I was a huge uh, Richard Pryor fan. Okay. Uh, Coal Miner's Daughter came out in 1980. No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> We're getting some good ones. And also, um, The Gambler, Kenny Rogers. His I movie. don't remember seeing it, but I know the song front and back. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm kind of leaning towards The Gambler because, not the new one with Mark Wahlberg and John Goodman, but the old, because you, um, you're such a huge Kenny Rogers fan. Yeah. So I feel like you should have to watch... A Kenny Rogers movie. Because if I did see it, it's so long ago that I don't remember. Are we doing that? Is that really... With all these great movies that came out in 1980, we're going with The Gambler, Kenny Rogers. Who else is in that? I can't remember the name of that guy. Um, Looking. Oh, um, Bruce and... Yeah, yeah. Bruce Boxleiter. Linda Evans. Okay. 
Let's do it. Kenny Rogers as the Gambler is the movie from 1980 that you're going to review. Okay. We'll have that for you next week. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.